Hello, and welcome to the premiere episode of Ringside Radio. This is Grim Chorizo. I'm Katrina Cena. I'm Sloppy Joe. And we are here to talk about wrestling for a while, because that's what we do. Like we Mark love Hill. wrestling! That's what we do! That's what I do! That's what I do. Why don't we dive into recapping what's been going on in WWE? I assume if you're watching this, you are following it, but if you're not... You just... should be. So... Follow now! It's oh, been sorry. going... There's been, you know, stories going on, because that's how wrestling works. There are storylines. And the ones kind of going on now trace all the way back to SummerSlam, where Daniel Bryan, you know, one Bye-bye. of all of our favorites, won the title for about... <laughs> What was it? Maybe a minute or uh, couple, couple I, minutes, I think it was couple two minutes. or two three. Minutes, maybe, we're talking three at the most here. Yeah, then, not not very long. There there were some broken hearts. It in, was in the house that night. It was a it was a sad time, but we got the Randy Orton heel turn, which I don't know. It's it's been kind of it, it's been long anticipated. It, it's been long anticipated. It's, it, but I feel like uh, it's not completely satisfying, at least for me. I don't know. I'm glad he's heel. But it still just it, feels kind of lame. I don't know. It seems very one-dimensional, just like, I'm a bad guy. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan's chasing the title. He's been doing that for a while. And Big Show... Is crying a lot. Crying <laughs> Big a, show lot, cries a lot. But on Raw, he... He, he did not cry. He cry. finally grew a pair. <laughs> so Big Show <laughs> has finally stood up for himself. He knocked out Triple H. Where Triple H is now the leader of this new corporation thing, which is basically him and Stephanie, who is, wow, she, she is just a... She is not a nice person. No. Uh, it's basically the McMahon-Helmsley era, 14 years later, exactly. when they're kind of middle-aged and <laughs> have children now. Yeah. They're going through a midlife crisis. Probably, I'm thinking that might be the issue yeah. that you bring yeah. up. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. And we've got the shield as the personal enforcement of this this group and they still have the titles which it's interesting with the shield how the when they won the titles it was so exciting but it almost felt like once they won the titles they lost a lot of matches yes it just was really odd how well and the fact that they're not really doing anything yeah they don't they don't really need the titles to be to do what they're doing of course I like that they have them, they deserve them, but... I mean, they don't, they don't need them for a think of all the people who Think of all the people who could hold the U.S. title right now. Think of all the tag teams who could... The Usos! Yes, yes. Ooh! So! They are long overdue for tag team titles. They, they, how long have they been in WWE? Maybe like 2009, oh maybe? I... Hmm... Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. It's a good question. I'm, I'm just going to randomly say maybe 2010. We'll go with that. Maybe. Yeah. A few uh, years now. So, and they've... The, the thing about the Usos is they came in as a tag team and they've been a tag team the whole time. They're not just, right. like, thrown together. Well, and, and they clearly look like a tag team. <laughs> they are brothers, obviously. <laughs> they, they, they kind of look alike. They are, they are a tag team, whereas other teams... That are kind of thrown together, like Brodus Clay and Tensai, or even the primetime players were thrown together through 
NXT. Right. But I still think they are a good tag team. But and at least they deserve the titles because they've kind of got shafted out of them for yeah. a few times. But there are people who really oh the Usos just deserve them. They are definitely in line for tag team title. Work. Well, yeah. and I mean second generation superstars too. Yeah. yeah. And he, here's my thing with the Usos. Well, I'm biased because I I really like them. But you know. Yeah. They push them and they push them and they push them and they're winning matches and they're in six man tags and they're they're main eventing and then they're not in a tag title match or they yeah. are and they don't win it or they're on the pre show of a pay per view. That that's what I'm not. Yeah. It doesn't make and sense. And then tag matches like Santino and Kali make it on the main card. That that just should never happen. Yeah, there's. <laughs> that's just. That's another story yeah. for a different day. We'll, we'll we, try to we be don't nice. have time. We don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah. But actually, so the the top stories have been, you know, Triple H and really Triple H is the top heel. It's not really Randy Orton. It's Triple H and Stephanie. Where Randy Orton just kind of his. It's kind of the story of Triple H's career. Yeah. They just they just can't. The the only time they can really make him a face once his career took off was when he was returning from an injury. Yeah. Other than that, he's he was just he was born to be a heel. He's so good at what yeah. he does. So good at what yeah. he does. And Daniel I mean, Bryan he plays the face very well, but but part I, of that I think he's just such a so much better heel. Part of the reason right. he plays the face well is just off of the pure love of the fans. Yeah, you know? yeah everybody loves him so much. Well, and actually well, a, a friend of mine said, here's and he's was an indie wrestler. Here's here's what he said. You know, he's been a heel, he's been a face. And last time he turned heel, here's what he said about it. The thing about being a heel is you have to be very selfless. You have to make the other person look good. Mm-hmm. Your job is to, you know, be the guy that gets beat up because the fans love it. Not necessarily you're putting them over you know, just to put them over, but you have to be selfless in the sense that you're the one who looks like, you know, the slimy yeah. crook who, you know, maybe doesn't deserve what they have. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, I think I'd never heard it put that way, and I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, to, to me, I think it would be easier to play a heel just because, I mean, you can actually do whatever you want, but you Within can... Within reason, yeah. Yeah. You can, yeah. yeah. And, um... It'd just be yeah. easier to get people not to like you. To but there, there are it, so hard to cut a promo against somebody who you're not supposed to like, but not be a bad guy about it. Yeah. Like, right. I, I think mm-hmm. that would be the hardest. Well, part. and sometimes face promos are just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like here, an example. All my bow leavers. <laughs> bow. Yeah. No. That, no that. more bow. <laughs> no. Which at least they have. They're finally well, going. They finally they turned the fact that people don't like Bow Dallas heel. Thank the Lord, because he's just... <laughs> that That wasn't working for him. He's not no. good. So, no. why don't we go back to the recent pay-per-view, which uh, I don't want to say was a flop, but it was. <laughs> it, was it was probably... It was, it was, if, if he won't say it, I will. It was a flop. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. We, it was, we it watched was it. Not the greatest. And there was one match that really stood out, and I... Think that we all probably share the same opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, Battleground is this was its first year, and none of us were really excited the last for year. it, but we decided to watch it anyways. And and the power went out. Yes, the, the power went out. <laughs> but the match card, like, I had excitement for the one that you know 
stole the show. Uh, the Rhodes, uh, Cody and Goldust versus Rollins and Reigns for their jobs was match of the night. Really, the uh, only selling point of the of the pay per view because the Orton and Daniel Bryan match, of course, was a good match. It's but, been done though. But it's been done, and, and it's they found again. a way. To ruin the ending. Yes. It was like watching the end of Raw. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, was, but I knew exactly what you were thinking and there. What what's odd about it is, normally, I guess, as much as I don't want it to be, they found a way to not have a champion for two pay-per-views. Yeah. And they, even if they were going to do that, they could have at least called the match a draw. Like, they didn't actually yeah. acknowledge the match ending. Everyone was just knocked out. Why yeah. couldn't anyone yeah. come out? And Even say if they would have had the ref count them out. For yeah, being, I think that uh, was part of it. That would have been a better ending. At, at least there would have been. At least there would have been an ending. Yeah, yeah. something decisive. They just ended, yeah. which would have been helpful. Or I don't know, DQ'd somebody for having Big Show interfere. Yeah, they didn't. They just there was no finish to the match, which was just very. Uh, it was not not a good pay-per-view, not widely positively received by us or anyone CM that Punk I know. CM Punk is not impressed. Yeah, and, and the CM Punk Heyman thing, it's just, it's... Too much! It's going on way too long. It is getting really, really, it's really awkward. <laughs> and you're looking at three, like, huge CM Punk fans. Yeah. Like, but I mean, but I mean look, look at what he's destroying the Yeah, yeah. Pretty much just... But here's, here's how I feel about the whole Heyman... Feud. I thought it was really, really awesome when when he was fighting Lesnar around SummerSlam, and then when it kind of it kind of dropped off there because obviously Lesnar's too good to stay around for more than like two <laughs> nights. But uh, like him or hate him, that match at SummerSlam was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it was. But definitely. he left, and the Punk Heyman feud continued, and they brought in Axel, who's basically been on the back burner because of you know Lesnar yeah. and stuff, and. Axel really has had kind of maybe an insignificant title run because yeah, yeah. it just doesn't feel like he's defending it. If they're not going to use him as a champion and just use him as Heyman's bodyguard or whatever, they need yeah. to take the title off of him. Yeah, it does. It feels like he doesn't defend it. He actually does, but they're right. not built up or anything. The best match he had with it was when he won it. Oh, that was and the only reason was it was so good was because of how he won it. The win, the finish was great, and the fact that it was like Father's Day yeah. and stuff. That yeah, was yeah. Great. that was a very cool that moment. Was very cool. Yeah. Not to get too off topic, but I think pay per view of the year is payback. Yeah, yeah, was, definitely. No, was definitely. That was Chicago, stacked, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah perfectly so stacked pay per view. Everything yeah. about it was just so good. So, and that was when Axel won the title there. So, I think we're all in agreement. Yes. Payback. Yeah, it's there. basically like payback is you know way up here, and battleground is not even. <laughs> on the but not <laughs> so even. It's, it's down here underneath this table here. Battleground negative five. It was just. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to think of this year really long term stories that even occurred. The fans are kind of like, okay, it's the same thing every month, every week, even. I remember when Daniel Bryan and Orton's thing was starting, it seemed it Raw ended, and SmackDown ended the exact same way every week. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan down and out, and yep. he just wanted that satisfaction of, of Bryan to get the upper hand. And he finally did, and now it's kind of like, but it, you know. That was a good point in the feud, but it needed to happen a lot sooner than it did. Yeah. I do recall the night when. 
the locker room like empty to help. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was very cool. That was awesome. I thought yeah, they could have done cool. a little more with that. Yeah, but yeah. you know whatever. Well, they, they had the thing on SmackDown where all those who stepped in on Brian's behalf were in trouble, mm-hmm. and you know which. Then they were put in three on one a gauntlet match against the Shield. Please tell me how that makes sense. Please tell me how they're being punished. To me, that falls more on the Shield being punished. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I'm just saying that I'm sitting there watching SmackDown going. Exactly. Really? (laughs) So eleven on. I mean, I'm glad to see Tyler Black. Sorry, Seth Rollins for a long time. But go on, guys. So yeah, I guess I was a bit mad. There was twenty people. (laughs) Twenty. Sorry. You guys are punished, so we're going to have all of you fight the three of them. I'm okay. It just kind of doesn't... So here's something it it is going on in WWE. We haven't touched on it yet because I don't think any of us like it, but oh, no. there is a superstar who has who is the current World Heavyweight Champion. No! We, we probably <laughs> should address... He, his name is Alberto Del Rio... And he might be the most boring he does world this. champion since. And apparently the great that's Ali. cool. Uh, so he has basically helped. Oh. Him. Yeah. Piggybacking somebody else's gimmick. Can't stand it. Yeah. Can't stand yep. it. Gosh. He did it, he did it with Orton too last year. He's yep. like, I'm the new Apex Predator. Yep. It's like, can you just come up That's with like anything? his thing. Like, yeah. no originality. Just, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> he, he really is very boring. And he's <laughs> very. He has. Very. He has he can do a pretty good inseguri, but <laughs> yeah. and that's about all he has He can make people really dislike yeah. him, but I'm, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, in my opinion, because he is boring. Yes, so people don't like him. He's, he piggybacks other people's gimmicks, so people don't like him. At least that's one of the reasons that it's true. I'm and not a fan. He's not charismatic, and no. he's not a good worker. He, you can and he tell. does this. <laughs> Here's what does this mean? Yeah, he's just like. It's the Del Rio. It's the thing. He's got a yeah. scarf. <laughs> yeah. He's got the <coughs> here's, here's my main uh, thing with I just want to beat him with Other it. than Sorry. he's boring, is okay. the fact that you can very, very clearly tell he's somebody that the company themselves has to see so much in for some reason. Right. Because if you think about he debuted in like late 2010 or so. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's had everything. He's really done everything. Let's put, not talk about the 2011 Royal Rumble, please. Well, <laughs> please. we won't talk about that, but okay, he won thanks. it. No. He, won, he won the Royal Rumble. Yes, I do want to talk about it. We will not mention that Santino was the last person eliminated. <laughs> no. So he yeah, won, that the, was, he that won was the 2011 Fail. Royal Rumble. Fail. That same year, he uh, main events WrestleMania as in first match, but oh, please, no. he fought Edge for the world title in Edge's last match. Edge's last match. That okay. same year. Against this guy. He really? wins Money in the Bank. I mean, why don't we put Joseph in Edge's last match? I mean, that would have been, been, been better, be, better. And that's saying something. At least be more meaningful. Thank you. Thank you, Graham. <laughs> so he wins Money in the Bank. Suck. He wins the WWE title. The WWE title. The title that can't even find a person to hold it right now. He holds it twice. <laughs> twice, right? He holds it yeah. twice in oh, the course of a few months. No. Then, after injury, whatever, comes back straight into the world title scene. He hasn't left the world title scene. No, no, no really he has not left. Well, and I think part he of that left is... it for a couple pay per views, but they put him right back in it afterwards. I think part of that is Sheamus being out on injury, mm-hmm. so yes. they have to they have to fill that spot. Yeah, but, but there's other people gosh. who they could put in instead of him. There's so <coughs> many. Yeah. Ugh. So Sorry. he's had this feud with well, RVD, kind of. And well, he is in it, but come on. 
Well, why is Del Rio still here? Yeah, just, like, and and I thought for sure so they can't continue Christian that. But was going yes. over at SummerSlam, yeah. but nope. The Rhodes got their jobs back after fighting for so long. Daniel Bryan still chasing the title and has a match at Cell. Triple H is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, For lack of a better term, <laughs> we have some returning superstars, but we will we will catch on that. We will later. talk about that later. Uh, so why don't we move on? Somebody to... here is a bit excited for it. <laughs> why don't we move on to a little segment where we? So I have a list of a hundred randomly just thrown together superstars, divas, and a few tag teams. Each one is numbered. Uh, each time we do a podcast, we're going to randomly pick a number that correlates with that, uh, you know, Superstar Diva or Tag Team, and we will just talk about them for a little bit. So I'll Completely bring up the list. random, so this yeah. will be really fun. In fact, I'll, I'll show you, I'll, I'll try and show you, you probably can't really tell, but here it is. Here's the list. I will get on my phone. We're, we have bigger plans for this later, but for now, I'm going to use a random number app. So now, this is what you're getting, but it will be better, we promise. So here we go. Zero to a hundred. Zero to a hundred. I will press the generate button, whatever number it is, that's who we'll talk about. We don't know who it is. Number 27. 27! I don't know if you can see that. Let's see who it is. You'll just have to take our word for it. Number 27 is Gregory Helms. Oh! Yes! Okay. Who just recently got married. Congratulations, Gregory Holmes. I thought that was Matt Hardy. Well, a few months ago. Okay. Yeah. Either way, if, if that's true, congratulations. So, Gregory Helms. tweeted about it. Okay. Okay, well, it must be I guess, I guess <laughs> more, more popularly known as the Hurricane in WWE. So, yeah, this is pretty pretty interesting. I've never this seen is a good one. one. This Gregory is a good Helms. one. Yeah. So, what uh, is, Sloppy, what do you think about Gregory Helms? Um, well... As the Hurricane, he wasn't a sh very strong character to me. I mean, as a little kid, I loved him, but... <laughs> the <he> Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> he was like that superhero character that every little kid loved. I mean, but then when he got the mask and became Gregory Holmes, he was one of the best Cruiserweight champions. Yeah. He did hold it for a very long he, time. Yeah, he had it for a very long time, and he had some of the best matches for it. What do you think about Gregory Helms, Katrina? Okay, this is actually really funny. I have, like, the old person perspective. I'm 26. She, she is pretty old. I am pretty old. I'm 26, and I've been a fan pretty much since before I could write my name. So that, I mean, a long time. Um, I actually saw him as Shane Helms in WCW. He was with Evan Courageous and Shannon Moore. They were three count. They were basically a really bad boy band ripoff. <laughs> and they sang this song. They had these little green dots. My mom called them lily pads. It made me laugh. And they stood on these little green dots in the middle of the ring. They dressed all the same. So really, they, they were like a cheap boy band. And they, they just wore the most ridiculous clothes. Like, they just screamed, I'm stuck in the 90s! Which at the time, it was the 90s, so that made sense. But they, had, they actually... They actually gave them live mics and <laughs> let them sing. Gosh, wait, 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 but, you, you know, do you mean like Hanson or like Backstreet Boys? Um, I know you didn't. Just, <laughs> I know you didn't just. I love Hanson, by the way. So I'm gonna slap him when we're not on camera because I'm, right now I'm gonna rise above hate. <laughs> anyway, they sang this song, and you know I was I was hmm, 
maybe 11, and I thought they were the greatest thing ever. Now I wanted to plug my ears so they didn't bleed when they would sing, <laughs> but I thought they were so cool because I was little. Anyway, so that, that was my initial uh, perspective on who I knew as Shane Helms. Um, he was an Omega with the Hardys a long, long, long time ago, which is also really cool. And I've actually got to meet him. I've gone to meet him twice, actually. Um, May of 2005, I think? Something like that. Um, just a quick autograph in the parking lot, that was it. And then he came to my favorite indie promotion, Dreamwave, a couple years ago. And I got to meet him then, too. And actually, he's returning to Dreamwave next month. So I'm, I'm very excited to see him again. And um, I understand he's going to be wrestling there, too. So... Definitely a, a long kind of past with, with Gregory Helms. And definitely a very talented wrestler, too. Yes, very. So I know I kind of just touched on, you know, my perspective, but definitely a, an awesome wrestler and a great entertainer, too. He actually had a, a small rivalry with The Rock, I believe, which is pretty... Yes, which that's is pretty, where the Hamburglar thing Yeah, which is pretty from, yeah. impressive for, you know... Someone who's more considered a cruiserweight. Yeah, but uh, and he also had tag team with Kane. That's that's a pretty you know Kane. Kane is he just has tag teams with everyone everyone in that, and they're always so amusing. But pretty soon it'll be Joseph. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. And Joseph. That would be awesome. Line for Kane's tag team partner. We're actually I've been talking to him. He's been out on injury or whatever. We're talking about some. Getting a tag team finisher and everything. I'm going to get the mask. And, yeah. Wow. Hey. Can I, like, have your autograph when that happens? Yes. Sweet. Yeah, we're working on the, te- <laughs> the tag team. Something to Yep. So, yeah. Gregory Helms then, once he actually, you know, was Gregory Helms, I remember he wore the, like, what, like a, a hat? He had, like, a vest or something. He, yes. Yeah, he had yep. the... He had and, like, like a, a chain, I would yeah, say. Yeah, and... Yeah. Yeah, he held the cruiserweight title for a long time, and that was when the cruiserweight division was not... Yeah. Uh, against him or anything, but it was starting to... The matches were quality and great, but it was starting to fall on the fact that it just didn't have... Like, earlier, the Cruiserweight title would probably change hands maybe like every month or every few months where Gregory Helms, which there's nothing wrong with this, it just wasn't really a title that seemed to hold for lengths of time where he held it. I really think it was about a year. It it might not have been, but it really seemed like it. It was like 2000... Six era or two thousand five. I don't. I don't remember. But the cruiserweight title kind of died, and when Hornswoggle got a hold of it, and, um, no. and it ruined the entire credibility of the title. Yeah. Yes. Which I don't. I know this is supposed to be all about Gregory Helms, but it just leads into the cruiserweight division. How it's not being used properly. Well, currently. it's not even. It's not existing. It's not existing. Yeah. If we're gonna be honest, where it so easily could. There's so many talented cruiserweights that they could do something with. If I had to choose a title to bring back, I think that would be my first pick, yes. honestly. I mean, Hardcore, obviously, would be <laughs> amazing and hilarious. Just but... hit another old title with a hammer and <laughs> put Hardcore on it and yeah. throw it out there. Come on, guys. But make this sound. Cruiserweight, I think, is a mu- is more, uh, you know, feasible. Like, it could happen. Mm-hmm. It just won't. But that well, would and be... there are so many guys, too, in NXT oh my that they God. could bring yes. up and just, wow, yeah. like... Wow. And even people on the current roster. There's a lot. There's a lot right. of people there who are. can use. Basically, yeah. your jobbers, there you go. Yes. Because a lot of them are cruiserweights. Yep. They just, like, Yoshitatsu is on the roster. What yeah. he's he done? And he can wrestle. 
He's good. They all can wrestle too. They can wrestle. So well, that's exactly right. And they should be. They should use them for something. And imagine if, say, they did bring back the cruiserweight division. They wanted to just give it like credibility right away. Have a returning like Rey Mysterio or something. Just start it off. Be like the the inaugurable champion of the new. The yeah. new thing, and then yeah. that's well, a good way to start. If he cannot be injured long enough, to exactly. This poor guy, <laughs> he he's gonna have to call quits. <laughs> yes, he really does. Which is which is unfortunate. It is maybe like if he's he such an awesome wrestler, but he's he's getting yeah. Old he's, and he's well, great. he's very injury prone now. That yes. that's what's getting the best of him. Not not necessarily even his, his age, but yeah. he's done so much. It is very so unique style. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard on the body. And while we're on the subject of cruiserweights. Maybe the best one of all time, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. And I think one of the saddest things is he always seems to have an injury right around WrestleMania, so he's missed it for the past two years. He missed 29 right. and missed 28. So if he could just get another good match at 30, right. I think he probably could. He deserves yeah, it. He, he deserves does. another yes. round before, you know. Because the last one, 27, was with Cody Rhodes. I believe that was his last one, which is yep. that was one of the best matches of that card yeah. because yep. WrestleMania 27. Oh was, my gosh, no, not good. Not good. No, I kind of wanted to touch on this in, in the recap, but we'll just call this NXT segment. I I kind of want to talk talk about NXT a little bit. So I honestly think NXT is the best show there is of WWE yes. right now. I, I, I definitely it's, agree. I actually just caught up on a lot today because I used to, during the summer, I would try and watch it and I'd have these guys over and we'd watch it quite frequently to, you know, catch up with it, which it really should just be on TV. It really it's should. So yeah. nice. It really is. And Katrina said it before. It's like watching a, like a big indie show that's yeah. like, it's very gimmicky and it's just... It's just awesome to know that really these awesome. are... And it's about wrestling. It it's has, not about storylines. It's not about the corporate Jack Rear End being, you know, being oppressive yeah. and, you know, it, it's about wrestling and they do have storylines, yeah. but the, the characters are, are legitimate and yeah, it is, it is gimmicky. They have gimmicks, but the gimmicks are built into storylines that make sense. Yes. Yeah. And the wrestling is, is phenomenal. It's, it's incredible. It, it's it really the reminds best wrestling me. they have. It's, yes. And I, I do get to see a lot of indie wrestling I have over the past several years, and it really does remind me a lot of, of yes. even my favorite indie promotion, Dreamlight. It reminds me a lot of that. I wish it was on TV. Yeah. Yes, it, it really should be. I mean, they, and I understand they don't film it very often, but... Yeah, they kind of film a few. Yeah. Time. I'd rather see that than yeah. event. Yeah. Or Total Divas. Oh, uh, let's, let's just so not even talk about that. That's, <laughs> that's just... That's kind of like bringing up Santino. <laughs> we, we just don't yeah. go there. Just catching up on NXT, kind of what's been going on, Bo Dallas is still the NXT champion. They finally turned... Oh, Lever! Yeah, and he... Is, Who hears a he still believer? cannot cut a promo. Uh, I don't think anyone is a believer. <laughs> One thing that's awesome about NXT, the crowd <laughs> don't is Don't think just, anybody is a believer. <laughs> the crowd is... Is just great, and NXT knows their crowd. They work with the crowd. Mm-hmm. They finally heard the crowd. They turned Bo Heel, and the top face right now is Sami Zayn. Who uh, is El Generico? El Generico. Awesome. Yes. Uh, he has been. He's actually kind of. While Daniel Bryan's chasing the WWE title, Sami Zayn's kind of chasing the NXT title, and he's just not getting his shot because Bo Dallas won't give it to him because Bo Dallas got injured at SummerSlam Access. He got injured, so he hasn't wrestled. <laughs> For months, and now he's finally cleared, and he had an invitational, which 
he said anyone could participate in except Sami Zayn. What? Well, Sami Zayn came out. He stole, Oh yeah, I'm hearing this for the first time. This is yes, crazy. Yes, me, me too. We both hear this. He actually he had a match with El Local, who is Ricardo Rodriguez under a mask. But oh no, he's and he can wrestle well. He really can. But he stole his. He can take a beating. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've all seen this on Raw SmackDown. We know oh, that. <laughs> so so Zayn steals his his gear, comes out, and wins the Invitational. Takes off the mask, it's <laughs> him. So now, next week, I'm excited for it. He's got a match for the NXT Championship. Wow. We actually have new NXT Tag Team Champs. They were just crowned last week. The Ascension, who... I feel like they've been on NXT for a long time. And they finally got the goal. They beat Adrian Neville, who... Oh, the guy that does the crazy poopy he stuff. He is the most insane. Yes. And he's the last Pac. He's the most insane. Yeah. He legitimately has done the most insane things I've ever seen. I've never seen him live box or anything, but just clips. <laughs> he's insane. He hasn't seen very many Prince Mustafa Ali matches. No. <laughs> but the, there was but seeing, a, uh, seeing there a was TLC that. right in front of us. Yeah. Him was yeah that was people going through. Might have been the most extreme thing I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Bo Dallas is the champ. I think he is just <sighs> can't cut a promo worth of crap. Did you see my eyes roll just now? Because they did. Yeah, and honestly, every time I've seen him wrestle, I haven't been impressed with his wrestling no, either. Great. I, his, his face is just stupid. I, I, I don't have to see his face. You just want to punch it. He has one of those faces you just want to punch over and over and over again. Yeah. Sammy Zane I was talking about earlier who yes. just amazing. It's awesome. So, so good. Well, he came from Ring of Honor, so, yeah. you know. Leo Kruger is a Awesome South yes. African. They call him the South African Hunter. His theme song. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Just saying, but he is a very, very, very interesting wrestler who I think they could do a lot of good things with when he comes to the main roster. Um, there's a new guy who actually he's probably not that new, but he may have been repackaged or something. The name sounds familiar, but this is the first I've really saw of him. His name is Aiden English. Mm. Yes. Is that the really random looking yes. guy? He has a mustache. He has a mustache. Okay. Yes. I don't know if this was his gimmick yes. before, but now I've already fallen in love with this this gimmick. Oh my god, it's so cool. Man crush? Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. He's just a little. He, just a little. His entrance music is. He comes out and sings. He sings. He's a singer. He actually probably apparently, better than Shane Helms. Oh, he actually days. can sing. <laughs> he he's like. An entertainer in all sorts, but his gimmick is that he's trying to bring the E back to WWE. And he comes out, he sings, and he actually can sing. He said he played the Phantom, Javert, and somebody else from, from other from musicals. Oh, wow. And he actually sings well, but it's just, his style is very, it's just unique. They've never, they've really done something, they've had people sing. I, I've, I've never really seen him wrestle. Every time I've seen him wrestle, he's... Jobbing. Exactly. He right. Is well, and he just looks like a random guy. Yeah. He's not He's not a guy you'd see on the but, street and be like, you look like a wrestler. Yeah, they're yeah. doing something with him, and maybe we can check that out soon. I can show yeah. you his. I'm cool. getting. I, I think he's awesome. It's very cool. There's a guy named Tyler Breeze who the fans, for some reason, are in love with, and I can't I stand I hate him. that guy. He's the guy, he takes selfies all the time. Oh, no, not that guy. I, the yes. crowd loves. Him. Love, Seriously? love. They, yes. they cannot get enough. The, of him. the guy that his entrance yes. is like five minutes long because yes. he's taking pictures of himself. The crowd loves him, and huh. he is he can wrestle definitely. But do you think they're playing at like a like a ravishing Rick Rude? 
yeah. uh, Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig type, narcissistic type of guy. Yes, guy. very much. And huh. he, his, his face, it's another one you just want to punch. But I can't take anything away from his wrestling ability, but oh my gosh, I can't, I can't stand him. As far as divas, yes, all that, that is one thing that NXT is doing right. They're capitalizing so, on their divas division, and they are so good. Paige is... Oh, here it goes. Just we might as well just go get some popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Go to McDonald's. I'm in love with Paige. Still, still, still be talking. But I'm also in love with AJ, so... Either way, when the, when Paige comes up to the roster, you have to talk. I think the div like eyes are gonna come onto the divas division, not just for like their looks. Like they're gonna realize there's very good wrestling coming yes. from there. Emma is another Emma girl who can awesome. wrestle very well, and she dances. And yes, she does. And then, <laughs> that's, so, that's a fun entrance. I have yeah, to say, it is very, pretty cool. Like it's the, it's I guess I mean, it's thing, catchy. It's it's stuck in your head. Yeah, and the crowd loves it. I can't think of it right now, and I don't want to because I'll be on yes. the night probably. She does <laughs> this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I guess my my favorite. <laughs> but the thing, crowd does it. Like yeah. they're like the crowd loves her. Yeah. yeah. To kind of wrap up this NXT thing, the main thing that is just so awesome is these people, these wrestlers. Are going to be on the main roster someday, which is awesome. But the question is, are they going, going to, to use them? Yeah, but right, yep. it's just already with. I started watching NXT like I guess weekly. I remember before the Wyatt family came up to yeah. uh, the main roster, and it was just weird to think like these guys are now on TV weekly right. instead of on NXT. Like all these people are going to be there. Like Cassius Ono is going to be there. Well, and all three members of the, the Shield, Shield yeah. were, were called up. It's just, NXT. it's just very cool. So if you don't watch NXT, watch it because I mean, you're it looking truly, at you're looking at the future superstars. It truly yeah. is the best thing in WWE. Not taking anything away from our SmackDown. It's obviously we've watched that. Well, well clearly usually, we love WWE. But yeah, but NXT is where it is truly at. Well, so. that that's where the and, wrestling and the, is. Yes, yeah. it is pure wrestling. They have their talking segments, but they yeah. don't take a half an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the show itself, each episode's about 50 minutes. Yeah. So, and you get about four or five matches. And there's story, like, there's a little story, like... And there's backstage interviews and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and they like, have guests from actual main roster yeah. coming to wrestle. Like, RVD was on the most mm -hmm. the latest one, the one before that, or a few before that was... Uh, Fun, dong, <laughs> So, yeah, it's very good. Well, so that, and, and a few months ago, they had uh, Dean Ambrose on there defending his title Yeah, as well. they had the whole Shield return, yeah. which was just awesome. Well, a buddy of mine went... A while ago, and uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H were there. Oh. I mean, wow. Yeah, that I, would I be... think the Undertaker is Undertaker was too. It's like, how would you like it? Just like, just go there. Pay ten bucks like, for your ticket. It's like Undertaker's yeah, there. There's the like... Undertaker. The next pay per view coming up is Hell in a Cell, which they have now mm -hmm. moved on, obviously, with the gimmicky yes pay per views. Which, which at least we know all on the same page on this one. We don't really like them. Yeah, it's yeah. too predictable because. You, you know, you obviously know there's going to be a Hell in a Cell there, and yeah. like last year's Hell in a Cell, they didn't, to me, they didn't use that match properly. Yeah, so Orton, Daniel Bryan, round three, right? <laughs> round three, maybe we'll actually get a champion. But the best part <laughs> is so. there was a vote for the special guest referee. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, yes. I'm sure you already know who it is, but first choice was Booker T. That's cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's... Second was Bob Backlund. That was kind of... That would have been random. awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's very <laughs> random, though. Bob yeah. Backlund is awesome. And then number three, I, I remember sitting and I wasn't expecting it. I thought for no. sure it was no. going to be Mick Foley or JBL. Mm -hmm. Well, JBL's not a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. Right. But Mick Foley, just because they usually have him do that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. But when they when, I, when Sean's music hit, I, I lost it. I couldn't believe it. it that was, was awesome. very cool. So, yes. obviously, 
Shawn Michaels won, so Shawn will be the special guest referee for Hell in a Cell. That's never happened before. Yes. At least he shaved his face. Yeah. Someplace. <laughs> yeah. So that will be exciting. But you guys have to think about this, though. He is best friends with Triple H. Yeah. So, well, that, well, he did make it very clear that that is on a personal standpoint, mm-hmm. not yes. from a business standpoint, yeah. yes, where they're obviously not seeing eye to eye on a business But you never know, though. I mean, but there's also the thing that he trained Daniel Bryan. So, what are your guys' prediction? Just, just a flat-out prediction. What do you think is going to happen with this match? I haven't honestly thought about it yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, I've, just been, I've just been so excited about the fact that Shawn Michaels <laughs> and, and Brian Danielson are going to be, be yeah. at the same yes. time. All right. Well, I guess I'll go ahead. You've heard of fangasm? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know they'll be a champion. I I just assume it's going to be Randy Orton. With Sean's, uh, you know, input in this match, he could very well, which I don't want him to, he could be the, the factor of a win. Yeah. For, but I don't think... That they would have Sean turn on Daniel Bryan because they really just had so Triple either. H do that. Yes. And the idea of a possible not Sean wrestling, obviously, but a Sean Triple H kind of rivalry still happening. Obviously, Sean isn't going to fight, but just the fact that they could butt heads again would be very mm-hmm. exciting. So I don't really have a a strict prediction either. Yeah. It's one of those things where I, I think it'll be a very good match. Yeah. I think I, think I, I guess I think it's going to be Orton just because. I want it to be Daniel Bryan. Whatever it is, whatever happens, I, I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, they're going to play to Sean a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, whether he's conflicted over, you know, whose side to take or, you know, emotional over the fact that, you know, his his protege, so to speak, yeah. um, you know, is, is, is in a match of this magnitude. While Who knows? Best, but, while his best friend right, is yeah. behind the other. Well, and is there going to be that pressure of, you know, I can't, uh, you know, I can't let him down, yeah. or, right. So it's, it'll thing, be very interesting. And the thing I'm about, it's going to be hard for somebody to interfere in the match. Oh, yeah, right. you have to, you have to be Kane coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or so like, break through the cage or something. So that I'm excited about, because it's just going to be those three guys in the ring or in this, in, yeah. in the cell, so. Let's talk about our second main event. other main yeah. event. So. On Raw, it was announced that Del Rio, Alberto Del Rio, World Heavyweight Champion for the past 40,000 years. <laughs> 40,000 centuries, long, it seems like. Uh, will Day be, two was too long. Will be uh, defending his title long. against somebody else, not RVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a match with Ricardo Rodriguez, which he lost. <laughs> which he lost, by the way. <laughs> it was announced. Due that, to this announcement. Well, the announcement was like, him to lose. Yeah. Still, yeah. though, he Because he's be, like, Herma Gersh. He will be facing... A returning John Cena. Woo! So, <laughs> there's a lot of things cool about this. Obviously, John Cena's returning. Also, it's earlier than expected. Very that's a, that's much classic John Cena. Actually, yes. that's funny because, like, not long after, I mean, within, I think, minutes of that announcement being made on Raw, of course, I'm just trying to contain myself and not wake up my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Raw with my parents because clearly I don't have cable. And I'm just trying to contain myself. And within minutes, I have a message from somebody on my phone saying, Two months? You gotta be kidding me. He's coming back in two months. And I said, That's him. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. he, just, he, he works harder yeah. than anybody. And I, I don't care if you like him or not, 
Never once have I said John Cena is the greatest wrestler. Never. Never. Have I ever said that? Nope. Do I claim that John Cena is the greatest wrestler? Nope. No. Do I claim that John Cena is the hardest worker? Yes, yep. I do. That because is he is, and I dare you to defy me or anybody else who says that. Yeah. So, I think they've announced one other match officially for Hell in a Cell, and I think it's the rematch of Ryback and CM Punk. Yeah. So, I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess, what would be your predictions for that, if you've got one? Hopefully, Punk wins, and they and they hang in. <laughs> yeah. And they, that would Punk be... Beats, that would be ideal. knocks Ryback out or whatever, and then just beats the crap out of Heyman and to end their feud because this—it's been a good feud, but it's gone on way too long. It has, and and we so, kind of alluded to that earlier. Yeah, very it, long. it definitely it needs to be wrapped up in a little bow and shipped yeah. off to Abu Dhabi. Because I don't see the punk, I don't see the Punk Lesnar uh, thing being one that is going to require a rematch. If Punk got in a feud with even just a dude with. From NXT, like I think that would have been better to bring mm-hmm. up a new Heyman guy yeah. from NXT, yeah. or bring back a returning person or something. Yeah, those are all the matches they really got announced for Hell in a Cell. I see, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Kane could come back anytime, and it's yeah. obvious they're just waiting for him to come back to yeah. do anything with Bray Wyatt. Yes, which I like. Anything Bray of Wyatt. significance. And I like the Wyatt. Their, their <laughs> entrance has. Let's got beat to up Kofi every week. Yeah. <laughs> what's this? why? Like, why are you doing this? The thing with Kane. Kane, get back like, here. Yeah. So they still got one of the coolest entrances yes, right now. Yes, yeah. I want to see it live so bad before yeah. that, like, right. that thing. How we go from flame to LED, though? Just that, I just don't, they don't my need mind. to show that. They yeah. really don't need to no. show the we're here thing every time. No. So, it, it was good, like, the first couple well, weeks they were here. Well, that made sense for a debut. Yeah. yeah. But it's after kind of that, it's I have this real out. flame, yeah. let's blow it out, and then have an LED light lit. Think of kids watching... Like, they probably are legitimately scared of the white family. They're probably having nightmares about them. They're, they're a scary... They're the scarier... Very you know. eerie. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is awesome that they have Kane feuding with them, because back in, like, our day, Kane was that big He was the scary guy. guy. The kids would be like... <laughs> and but, now he's, like, the guy protecting, like, the one fighting the big... Scary yeah. guys, and that is funny. Kane's come full circle. Yeah, yeah. our Kane. little Kane has grown up. <laughs> I don't think he's so little anymore. Uh, I don't, I don't know that he I'm was pretty sure he wasn't then. <laughs> well, yeah. Who would you guys call superstar of the month? I think. <laughs> I, think I, mean, I think we all kind of mean, have the same answer. I mean, maybe superstar of the past few months. Yes, might be a better definitely. all. Just I think we all might have to say two. it might be... Yes! Brian Danielson! Yes! 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 yes. Uh, I think yeah. I missed my cue. I thought we were supposed to say his name. I didn't realize no, we were going to no. I think we were thinking but the same thing, but you were kind of just off and model. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about shiny things. Yeah, he's definitely... He's definitely been superstar of the month. But if... Okay, what if you had to pick... Somebody, somebody besides him? Okay, this is very... Uh, Don't take mine. This is very, uh, it's just starting, but I think Cody Rhodes yes. is, very, is in the works for something mine. very, very, <laughs> something I think he's finally going to get that world title. I, I think there's a title center something coming for this him. Is, it, well, and he's it, one who's really been up and down, too. Like, they, mm-hmm. they push him, and then they stop, and yeah. then he does nothing for a while, and then... I, I, but, but I think before he gets the world, a world title, I think him and Goldust will have the tag titles. Which, that'd be awesome. Because they're a big enough name that... It would make sense to take the tag yeah. from the shield. There's, they, there's definitely they built, credibility. They yeah. built the shields up so much that they can't just have a random tag team do it. Like yeah. if the Us- I would have loved to see the Usos beat them, but they didn't have that credibility. But I think they could. Well, they beat them before. They they have they well, have yes. yeah. 
But they can't have Lois Matadors come and be like, let the do yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. That would be terrible. How does that go? <laughs> Actually, it's more like, ole, or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't see them holding And there's the a, there, Mantar, Mantar Sun comes <laughs> out with them. And they might be Primo and Epico. Probably not, though. Cody Rhodes, I know it's very early, but I think this is very... There, there's something in the future for him, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And like, when he was, I think we've said that before, but I, <laughs> but I don't think happens. we've actually meant it as much ever yeah, as, yeah. as now. now. And he's got, I mean, he's got his dad and his brother kind of behind him with yeah. this, too. I think I think the on-screen, you know, family thing has, has been awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really... It's it's inspiring. It's yeah, it's really, it really cool is. to see. Yeah, and like, the moment when they won that background, the locker room, and mm-hmm. they were That just, was great. That was a great Yeah, one. that was an awesome moment. Well, I'm that's sure that that's something we're going to talk about, you know. I'm, I'm sure that was one of the, the road, proudest yeah. moments of... In all three of their careers. Yeah, a family moment right so. there. Without a doubt. Yeah. So, and as a fan, just like watching, that the Rhodes thing has been, honestly, right now is my favorite. Yeah, that's, that's the favorite story. And well, because everything else is kind of stale, and this yeah. is something that's yeah. a, at least so, it's somewhat new, It's fresh. new, and it's exciting, and it honestly, it's been what's been making me want to watch Raw the past yeah. few weeks. Big Show really has had a large effect <laughs> on what's going on, even yeah, if it is yeah. crying every week. But, <laughs> or not crying this or not week. Cr- yeah, yes. not crying. But I really do think he's up, he's got he's up there as far as his impact on yeah. stories. This is probably some of his better like involvement in the story in a long time, other than last so. year when he won the world title out of nowhere. But what if Big Show is keeps coming back on Raw and he keeps getting escorted out by security, but then he claims he can be here all he wants because he has somebody saying he can be there. Yeah. It turns out it's Vince. Oh. Is, who is now like Triple H getting out of control or something? I don't know. Just maybe someone in power is for Big Show, mm. Big Show's action. So, I mean, that's just a thought. But because I don't really know how Big Show's going to actually, but it would be really fights for it. It would be really yeah. weird if, like, for Vince being in the face role in that whole yeah. thing, like, <laughs> it, it would honestly it would definitely be something that it would, fans yeah. are. It would honestly, to me, make sense that Triple H would be the heel and he came up on top and won. Because it would really yeah. kind of have him with jumping both feet in. Yeah. But it would just be really weird seeing Vince in that role as the face in a booth like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Vince is very um, multi-dimensional. Yeah. And he'll also He's, do anything. He yeah. will. He'll do he'll anything. anything. Like, I've always said that. I, I may not like a lot of the things Vince <laughs> does or has done over the years, but that man will do anything, anything yeah. for yeah, money. And ratings, yeah. and the betterment of his his business. his business. Yeah, he'll do what's best for business. <laughs> he believes in what he does <laughs> like no other. Wow, I mean, wow. Yeah, he's something else. <laughs> he'll pee his pants on TV. Yeah. He'll have. <laughs> he died on TV for crying out loud. He did, he did yeah. die. He kind of died, and then well, I saw the peeing the pants was my favorite though. <laughs> yeah, that's Stone Cold in the Oh yeah. Oh gosh. That was awesome. Having his head shaved? Yeah, just, anything, yeah. Wow. Take a huge beating from Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Take a huge beating from, I, I from was, like, anyone. I wasn't there at all. No, she, no way was she there. No. Not at all. If you could only pick one current superstar right now who's just kind of not doing anything, who would, who would be your pick to push and what would you do with them? What do you think, whether it's repackage them, like, what would you do, or what title or what kind of story or maybe pair him up with somebody like 
turn them heel face, anything. Anybody who's just kind of not mm. doing much. I guess one thing I will say is um, Kofi Kingston. It yeah. kind of blows my mind. Like, do we not do we not know how to use this guy? Because um, he's he's incredible, yeah. and you know he's he's incredibly athletic. Yeah. He's so well, and he's proved it. Year he has. Year. Like, I mean, he's, he's like been, he has been there for years and, now. Yeah. He's just so, he's very good. And he, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And I know, unfortunately, a lot of times that doesn't mean anything nowadays. But it does, I mean, it does to me. He's just, yeah, he's I don't understand yeah. why they haven't used this, him. Right I, now, he's basically just a fill-in for, yeah. for, for the Wyatt family until Kane gets yeah. back. And and I honestly you don't know, ever see him as like a world champion or something, but he could be like I that. do, though. I do. Yeah. I, I haven't oh. got that feeling from but I think he could be like that top mid-card guy. That but, he, but that's where he is. Yeah. He's been there for right. too long. Right. He's basically yeah. the... I see him as in there. They're just like, yeah, Kofi's awesome. We love him. So we'll use him as, you know, we'll give, him, we'll, we'll give him the Intercontinental title for a few months. Matt Hardy. We'll lose it, come back in, get the, yeah. No, get, I love Matt Hardy. I'm just yeah, saying really. that's, that's that's how they always marketed Matt race. Hardy, and it was just, it was tragic. Yeah. Well, one person I think that they need to do something with is Antonio Cesaro. Oh, gosh. He, I see him as a future what heavyweight WWE champion? Whatever he he can do anything, and he is such an incredible wrestler. <laughs> the guy is phenomenal. I mean, by battleground, he picked Holly up and spun him around <laughs> in circles. And then he did it the next night on Raw. Yeah, yes, exactly. He and they, uh, he's just such an incredible. Guy. He is probably the strongest wrestler they have. I yes. agree. I, I think I was just saying something to actually to my mom the other day about. He's at least as strong, if not stronger, than Cena. Yeah. I mean, he he is. strength, just like... Wow. Like, he may not be The thing where he did the suplex from over over the turn muscle... The suplex from the the apron. From the apron, yes. That is insane. Yeah. It's ridiculous, (laughs) is what it is. He is just such an incredible How is that not enough? World heavyweight champion does not mean anything more... Like, when I think world heavyweight champ, like, he's like the strongest guy. I guess my... One of my picks, I've got a few, but I gotta go with Wade Barrett. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's one of my... Wade Barrett's awesome. I love Wade Barrett. I really think he is just a badass. He really is. is. I really like Wade Barrett, and he's one of those guys where I feel kind of like Kofi less because he's been here not as long, but I thought from the start, he was just... He's been around a while, Yeah, Yeah, but I thought from the start... He was just gonna be a main event like that, like, and he started off in the main event because he was leader of the Nexus and everything. Mm-hmm. And one thing about Wade Barrett is they can't seem to just make up their mind with him. Like he started right. off, he's and I swear he's changed entrance themes more <laughs> in like the course of three years than he changes more. entrance themes. Like he changes his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. Kind of like Cesaro, he is, and I, Joseph has actually. I will quote him. He said this, uh, what is it you say? He's uh, radiating or whatever. He's like radiating worldwide. He really does. I really think (laughs) they keep taking him off. Like he's off TV now. They're not, he's on the roster, but I heard that they were repackaging him, but why? I think they need to stop repackaging him. Well, that's the first I've heard of that. They have the the Backstreet Brawler or whatever that they have. When when he returned about a year ago now, when I when mm-hmm. we all thought 
He's going for that world title. Yep. Won't be oh, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Sheamus had some of the greatest matches yes. here about this time. <laughs> yeah. And it was it just he never he never got. I thought him and Sheamus were going to be the world title mm-hmm. picture scene, but it became right. Big Show instead. But Barrett, they don't need to change his gimmick. His gimmick is. His his him and his right. his lifestyle. Like well, and that's like a that's bra- how they he's like a brawler and like the way they added like the bull hammer elbow like that. I thought that was a great addition because yeah. it kind of like went with it. And really, when you think about it, it's kind of a funny finisher because it's just like an elbow, but at the same time, it's, it's a legitimate yeah. finisher. That's a finish. Yeah. It'll it will knock you out. So Christian Rose, kind of thoughts. Yeah, I can't even think about the last time Barrett was on TV. I think it was when he was a barber. For Daniel yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got his beard. Jacket. I think I want to say there was one thing after one match after that. Yeah, the other well, one. I think he faced Daniel Bryan after that on like yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did actually yeah. have a thing. They had like a steel cage match actually. Really? On SmackDown. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. they did. But that was oh. around the end of it. But come on, bring him back and do something with yes. him, yes, please. So I think those are all three, and there's a lot more. Drew McIntyre yes. for the love of yes. all this holy. <laughs> Please. Yes. He, he's another one, just like, he's he's got the look to just like, yeah. and the skills, like he, yeah. 3MB has, has run, run his course, especially for him. Yeah. I could see this, 3MB versus the cluster F of Kali, Santino, and Hornswoggle. No. No. <laughs> no. That is money. WrestleMania 30, main event. Okay, Do not be that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it past them. There, there are times when I question my love for professional wrestling. <laughs> and any time any of the three of them, Santino, Kali, or Hornswoggle, are any, in any way in the ring doing anything on TV, I'm really questioning my love for pro yeah. wrestling. I really yeah. am. WrestleMania 30. What is your dream, I guess, you don't have to do the whole card, but just a few matches that you want well, WrestleMania 30. Oh, great. He's going to take all mine. <laughs> They're in my mind, I promise, and it's not changing. <laughs> I, I know this one's going to be yours because we've talked about this before, but definitely Cena vs. Taker. It's 30. It's the big one. It needs to happen. I hate you. Yes, Cena is like the one person that Taker hasn't faced at WrestleMania. And Cena has a victory over The Undertaker. I would just like to point that yeah. out. July of 2003. I'm just putting that out there. And. Which is crazy. It's at a point where Undertaker doesn't have much time left. There's only so many people that are left to even, like, pose a threat. And the way I always say it is, you know in the back of your head that he's going to win. But you feel like he's. But but you have to. You watch the matches and you're like, oh, wow, this actually might end. You have to put him. You have to put the right person up against him exactly. to actually instill those feelings in you that, yeah. you know, to have that moment of panic where, mm-hmm. you know, oh gosh, that this really could be yeah. it. The streak could yeah. be ending. John Cena and, would do it. Sorry, he's but he's, he's about the only one that's left. Yeah. I always hear uh, Punk and Daniel Bryan, yeah. uh, which would be awesome, but what I really want to see more than that even is uh, Bryan and Tyler Black or Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I know he's, he's so wrapped up with the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing right now, but it's inevitable eventually the S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to go their separate ways. Now, will that happen before WrestleMania? That remains to be seen. But I, I would love to see 
I mean, uh, that's WrestleMania. That's got WrestleMania oh, written yeah. all over it. It just does, you know. And I, I'm a huge supporter of, of independent wrestling. And these are two guys who work their way up the indie system. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I used to know Tyler Black. And just, I can't really describe how I felt when I when I saw him debut. I mean, I was actually there in person for that, too, when he debuted for WWE. But just to see him on, t- I mean, I, I cried. I legitimately cried the first time I actually saw him mm-hmm. on Raw. And, you know, and, and Brian Danielson has a very special place in my heart. While I never saw him wrestle in Ring of Honor in person, I'd seen so much of him, you know, of course, through the Internet. And uh, I did get to meet him once before he really made it big in WWE. And just, they're both, they're, they're both very genuine and, and humble people who happen to be two of the best wrestlers in the world. Yes. And I, I would yeah. love nothing more than, than to see them have a match, just just a, a wrestling match at WrestleMania. No gimmicks, no, you know, no stipulation. I just, a wrestling match. Yeah, like, Two or three falls, maybe. But, like, yeah. no chairs flying around, nobody, you know, getting involved. Yeah. Just, like, just a wrestling match. My three main events of WrestleMania 30 would be John Cena Undertaker. Definitely. We've already touched on why that is amazing and needs to happen. Then, I think WWE title, Dana Bryan, CM Punk. And it can happen. It actually could happen. Imagine if Dana Bryan chases, wins the title, and CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble or something. Or vice versa. I think that one could actually happen. And that would be just it's, fantastic. And if seen the match before, if it's not at WrestleMania, it's going to happen yeah. eventually. I want to see it again. Well, but it has to. Yeah. I think that, and... That's one of those Paul, shut up and take my money. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And to think, because you already have Cena with The Undertaker, which is already a main event match in itself. Then you, can, then you have the title, the WWE title, which is Punk, who's already made his, you know, he's already a legend in his own right, as a modern legend, and mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, who's making that every day. So the two of them can definitely, not just with their yeah. talent, but with their big name. Yeah. They are big names now. They can be the, you know, the WWE title match. And then the World Heavyweight title match, if the Shield is not still a thing, I'd like to see Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, or even, you know, triple threat between all three of them. But really, I would like to see mm-hmm. Ambrose and Seth Rollins or Tyler Black just, oh my gosh, that'd be great. Those three, and then... You know, obviously, good matches under that, but something with AJ, maybe AJ Page <laughs> for the women's championship. Not, not that diva bull hockey. Maybe on another episode, I'll go more into my love for AJ. But actually, <laughs> it's actually odd. I have said the words AJ like twice this whole time. That's fascinating. It is very it's, weird. AJ I comes up a lot when we talk about her. wrestling. I very much love her, and she got a concussion, so I'm really sad. Hopefully. They hear, if WWE hears this, they book those matches we were talking about, not the one with Kali or <laughs> No. We should so, probably not even bring that up anymore. Yeah, we should, we should insert your your uh, your obligatory clip there. <laughs> Michael Scott. Yeah, the guy um, flipping out. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just imagine, you've got Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, both indie darlings, if you will. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, indie darlings. Like, they're like, the independent wrestling is now... That's where it seems like they're getting a lot of their newer guys from the independents, which, that's awesome. You're getting people who are coming in 
with the skills they already need. They've been wrestling for however long. They probably have the mic skills. I mean, mm. all four of them have have good mic skills. Skills. They're not Brock Lesnar or Ryback <laughs> uh, <laughs> or Bo Dallas. Oh, say something stupid, Paul. <laughs> so that's just becoming the thing. Is it looks like talent is coming from the independents. So definitely. I mean, I have only been to a select few of independent shows, but. Katrina here has a <laughs> long-standing record of going to independent shows, so... I, I have an undefeated streak at Dreamlight Wrestling, actually, in LaSalle. Um, the streak is still intact. I've, I've <laughs> missed a show in their building in uh, almost five years. <laughs> it's, when I get at indie shows like that, it really shows me why I'm a wrestling fan. Yes. Yeah, you definitely get that feel more... At an indie, like yeah, then watching TV. I mean, you still do, but like when you're like there's certain aspects, certain matches that are like, oh wow, this is why I'm a wrestling yeah. fan. But every time I go to a Dreamer show or an indie show, I'm just like, yes, this yeah. this is why I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah, it's just and it's just, it's a lot more intimate. You get you know you're up there with them, and you actually know them a lot of them mm-hmm. on a personal basis, which is just insane. So cool. Like my my main guy, um, Jason Hades is. Basically, I mean, he's he's my hero. There's no other way to put it. He's my John Cena of Dreamwave. And, you know, first show I went to, April 4th, 2009, was the first Dreamwave show they had. And uh, he was there. And I was just drawn to this character that was like, man, this guy's a jerk. I, I can't stand this guy. Man, I want to come back next month and just see this guy get his head knocked off. Um, but he's so, just very talented. And, um, unfortunately, indie wrestling has lost one of the best performers they will probably ever have, um, because Jason Hades has decided to retire from wrestling after a 10-year career, and just kind of focusing more on other things now, and while I support his decision, while I understand why he's doing what he's doing, you know, I, I don't like it. In fact, I hate it. I hate it. He's just one of those who has always been a part of the shows and you know he can he can talk he can wrestle um wow he's just he has a very very unique and very diverse style and um had i guess but um and there, there's so many talented people in dreamwave i'm not taking anything away from anybody else but um uh, this definitely came as a shock to me on just this past saturday i i found out that you know, I had just seen his last match. Um, he wrestled Christian Rose in a cage match, steel cage, and it was, you know, Dream My Wise Man just to outdo itself, and this was no exception. I mean, it was just, it was incredible, and, you know, he, he was the reigning Dream Wave champion, and, um, you know, basically passed the title on to Christian Rose, and, you know, has made his decision to, you know, to, to step away from the ring. I just kind of basically wanted to give a shout out to him because he really is my hero. He's such a good, such a good person, and has always, you know, really made me feel appreciated as a fan. Not to end on, you know, like a sad note, but no. that's what I got. Well, thank you, Hades, for your service in the independent circuit, and you will be greatly missed. I saw you a few times, and. One of the best of the roster by far. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dreamwave Wrestling is a independent. We've been talking talking about it a few times. It's an independent show in LaSalle, 
Illinois, and uh, we'll actually put a, a link to their website down in the description, so if you want to check them out, they're high-quality, independent wrestling. They, they know what they're doing, so... Definitely. Some of the best I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And I've seen a lot of indie wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling! Wrestling! So thank you for watching the pilot, I suppose, of Ringside Radio. I'm Grim Chorizo. I am Patricia. And I'm Floppy Joe. Check us out next time. And please don't forget to like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. And check out the Dreamwave link too, because I said so. Yes, and this yes. is the part of the show where we each will do a wrestling talk or pose, and it'll be really awkward. So, oh, one, <laughs> two, hold on, one, <laughs> two, three. You can't see me. Okay, that was awkward. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Yeah, bye. Deuces.